Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Happy New Year's Eve, good game, nice try bunch. Oh my goodness, yeah. another year, another Woo. beautiful day I get to spend with Aaron Blair and Jen Samples. How are you? Uh, this is great. You know, And I think it's important for our listeners to know that this isn't pre-recorded. This is live. We are all hanging out mm-hmm. tonight, uh, New Year's Eve. We decided to spend it together, and we're all dressed mm-hmm. up. We look great. We're live, baby. We look great. You look so good. You know, it, no, you look fabulous. And I, it's so weird that we all separately decided to wear pink tuxedos with top hats. That's just genius. I love mind melt, you know? It's the it's the G3 uniform. It's the, <laughs> yeah. it's the it's G3 uniform. Obviously. It was a bold move, but uh, Blay, you really stepped it up with the monocle. Thank you. Thank that you. That is a nice touch. Well, here, but check this out. Look. Oh, it's two monocles. It's actually glasses that I broke in <laughs> half. My gla- you just I stepped, stepped on my on glasses. Your glasses yeah. And now you have two monocles. You can call it a double monocle. Yeah, it's it, fancier. Necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, but guys, look, you know, obviously, not saying anything we all don't know. End of the year, New Year's Eve. Let's talk resolutions, specifically gaming resolutions. What are your gaming resolutions? Sonia? I mean, listen. I feel like if I'm going to be sitting down and playing Halo for like six hours, <laughs> maybe I stretch for like in between. Give me an, like an, an hour. I just the amount of times I get hooked into one more game. Yes. And then I, I, I'm i just big shrimping sitting at my PC. I need to stretch. <laughs> big shrimp. What's big shrimping? What does that mean? Well, just p- picture, picture it. Picture me just embodying a shrimp at my PC. Oh, and that's my spine. Up. Yes. Curled up. Yes. I see. Big, big shrimping. Big hashtag big <laughs> shrimping. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think, you know, making making that more of an effort. And and listen, I typically, I mean, this is a safe place. I can talk about it. Uh, typically, I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard. Let's be real here. Okay. But I I feel the like. Spot. The blaze spot. Well, we're battling. We're battling for that, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I feel <laughs> like. Having that position, while sometimes it could bum me out that I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard, you know what? No, 2022, I am happy to be the foundation of the team. I'm happy to be the support at the bottom of this house. So I'm going to I'm gonna run with it. I'm just going to embrace it. I thought it. your resolution was going to be that you'd like rise up the, the leaderboard, but <laughs> no, your resolution <laughs> is I'm going to be happy with being down it's there. It's acceptance. It's acceptance. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Rolling with the punches. I'm into that. That's great. Yeah. What about you guys? Mine is 
I just want to be able to complete a song on Expert on Beat Saber. Ooh. Wow. That's a goal of mine. That's a good one. That's amazing. I've fallen off the wagon with Beat Saber, and I want to get back into it and really get good. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. great goal. Do you have one song that you've been working at? Oh, I don't know what it's called. but You could sing it if you like. It- <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's it's one of the preloaded ones where it's everyone step to the left. And it's like left, right, back and forth because it goes like it, – it feels like I'm doing a workout. So I like that hmm. one a lot. But on Expert, it's impossible. So maybe that's my goal. Now that you mentioned that, you know what they're missing on Beat Saber? Do you remember the cha-cha slide? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Wow. Missed opportunity. That's such a missed opportunity. And maybe that's my, that's, I'm going to add, you know, I'm going to keep adding to the list. I want to get that song in Beat Saber. I have no control over that or influence, but. But let's just manifest Thank it. you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my friend Mars, who, you know, does, she produces, Why Won't You Date Me? A great Team Coco podcast. Mm-hmm. She is like a Beat Saber expert and she pays people to mod her favorite songs <gasps> into Beat Saber. Aaron. So, yes. So we can have the cha-cha slide modded into Beat Saber. What? She's done that with a bunch of her favorite songs. She did like Mulan. She did like, I think she did a song from Hamilton. I'm speechless right now. It's truly, A, she's a genius for a lot of reasons, but B, like it's awesome to watch because you're like, what? This is a Disney song? And she's like, so maybe in the new year, that's something we should do is do uh, is ha- have uh, somebody mod <sighs> the cha-cha slide into Beat Saber. Yes, please. This is, that's a good lo- good resolution right there. That has moved to the top of my list now. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Blay? What's on uh, What's on your list? Well, look, I kind of <laughs> think it. So resolutions. Why do we make resolutions? Right. It's because we have regrets. This is getting so philosophical I was yeah. say, already. It just, it's because it's because okay. we just, have regrets. What's your resolution? <laughs> but I'm just trying to. What I'm follow me on this. I have. We don't need a monologue. I have too many regrets. It's oh. where do I start? Where do I fucking start? But if I had to pick one, it would be I buy a lot of games, uh, especially like indie games, five dollars, six dollars, all this stuff. And I don't give a lot of them enough of a shot. So I think in the new mm-hmm. year, I'm going to try concentrating game by game and less skipping around a little bit. You know, like that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of it. Is like because this year, and we'll get to this later, I had so many great game playing experiences, but those only came out of the fact that I gave the game a shot. I play, I got yeah. into it. I got over that tutorial hump. So that's my resolution mm-hmm. is to is focus on more games and less more, go deep and less wide. Okay. That's good. That's a really good one. That's a healthy one. And the cha cha slide. Of and course. of course, which is now a group resolution for the G3. Thank you. <laughs> getting the cha cha slide yes. into Beat Saber. If you guys have gaming resolutions out there, hit us up at Good Game Nice Try on Twitter and let us know your gaming resolutions because we want to know. I mean, I, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, what song you want to play on Beat Saber? <laughs> yes. Let us know the best Beat Saber songs. <laughs> Maybe we could make it happen. I don't know, man. I think we could. I think we could. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, well, I don't want to waste any more time because we have a fantastic guest today. He is a YouTube OG. He started vlogging back in like 2011. He's made a name for himself in the Minecraft community and now he posts awesome videos at youtube.com slash unspeakable. And here it is. Here's our interview with Unspeakable. 
I'm absolutely so excited to talk to you today. I love talking to creators who have kind of been in the space for a while, and I think you definitely fall into that category. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've been doing YouTube and content creation for, uh, I think it's uh, coming up on 10 years. We'll be- wow. Oh my God. Congrats. No, actually, that'll be nine years. Nine years, nine years. Nine is big too. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. an, an achievement. Congratulations. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. What I really wanted to ask you, and something I really wanted to start off with was- I am always so constantly just impressed and blown away with creators who not only can produce uh, like regular, engaging, awesome content, but over three YouTube channels, <laughs> you are absolutely Four, actually. Oh my gosh! Wait. Okay, so hold on. We have your your. Would you say Unspeakable is kind of your main channel? Yeah. So that's that's twelve million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that channel, Unspeakable, is our vlogs. That one has twelve million followers. We also have Unspeakable two which is our behind mm -hmm. the scenes of the vlogs. Oh yeah. That one has like a little over a million followers. We have our first gaming channel, which is Unspeakable Gaming, at ten million, almost eleven million followers, I think. Yeah. And then Unspeakable Plays, which we play a bunch of different games. Unspeakable Gaming is just Minecraft, and Unspeakable Plays is Minecraft, but also a bunch of other games. And that one, I believe, is at six, almost seven million wow. subscribers. So you're doing, you know, you have between Minecraft and Roblox and, uh, you know, the vlogs that you're doing and everything else in between. I, I mean, obviously, you kind of have your plate full. Uh, but what do you enjoy the most? Like, what do you find the most joy in and the most excitement doing now? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I, I still love playing video games. Like, I play, I, like, truly love video games. I play video games every single day. Um, but other than that, I, I really love, like, anything that has to do with, like, adrenaline or speed. Um, like, I love cars. I love, you know, oh. jet skis. Like, just, like, anything I can ride and go fast on. Um, roller coasters. Like, you know, so definitely a big adrenaline junkie when it comes to that. Um you you got to do one of the. Have you ever done one of those squirrel suit things where you like? Oh, get the, that's oh my no, god, that, that's too much. <laughs> Wait, you know, that's there, too much. There there is a cap to the adrenaline, <laughs> okay. and I don't think I want to fly. <laughs> you're you not know? A, you're not a, an insane person, right? The cap I would is. <laughs> love to do one of those jetpack things though. Ooh. Oh like my god. Water? On the water thing, yeah, where they hook up to the jet ski. I've always wanted to try. We're actually about we're about to order one. Um, <gasps> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it at my house. I really want to try it. <laughs> oh, they look so fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there. I mean, there's a cap on the adrenaline, but is there? What is the cap on your videos? I mean, you've done kind of insane things. You filled your house with Orbeez. You built an entire Lego house and a bunch of really awesome stuff in between. Like, what's what yeah. is the limit? What's the cap? What do Definitely, you know? I feel like the cap is is money, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> um, because, you know, we, we are still a company and we still need to make profit and pay yeah. the bills at the end of the day. And there's, you know, there's only so much we can do in a video where it gets to a point where we're losing money every video. A lot of these big videos like the peanut video and the ball pit video, uh, these videos are so expensive that a lot of these videos we don't make profit on or we just cut even. Um, mm. But I feel like it's worth it because these these videos are kind of like legacy content. Like I feel like they're kind of like yes. the showcase of my channel. Yes. They're, they're the highlight of like what unspeakable is. So I feel like it's important to invest a lot of money into that. Um, but yeah, we have another big project we're trying to do. So I, I don't know if you guys have seen um, my house, but it has an island around it. 
Um, <laughs> and it's a, it's about three. Well, the house is on an island, and then it has water around it, and it's about three acres of water. And we actually want to fill all the water with ball pit balls. Oh my god! <laughs> so it will. We're trying to actually break a world record wow. uh, and and do it, it's actually going to be the world's biggest ball pit ball pit. I think we're going to have almost 3 million ball pit balls. And I think the record right now is like 2.2 million. Yes. <laughs> so we're attempting to do it. But then again, the issue is obviously, yes, it's very, very expensive. But not <laughs> only is it expensive to do something like this, but also like finding a factory or a place that right. can produce that many ball pit balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. We've been searching for months. Wow. Like most of the factories that we have contacted are like, it's going to take us three and a half years to get this many <gasps> wow. ball pit balls to you. Oh yeah. So like, God. so there's not just Amazing. money. There's not just money caps. There's also like caps on just, you know, what, what we can do. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. That will, you know, some of these videos, like uh, some of these videos that we're uploading are, you know, in the works for maybe five, six months. Wow. And, wow. and you know, I, I'd love to talk about that because, you know, you just posted one cutting through a hundred layers of cardboard and you guys have like all this yes. crazy stuff and it's like, there's a harpoon gun involved. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, truly like it's, I am such like, obviously I'm a huge comedy nerd working in, in comedy TV for 20 years. And the, this is my bread and butter. Like the things that you and your team do are Truly some of my favorite things on the internet and so fun to watch and just brilliant from a comedic sense because it's, you know, like Conan likes to say, you build a jungle gym, then you play on it. So it's not just the stunt, it's not just the event, but it's how you and, you know, your your friends react to it. So what is the life cycle of you know, at uh, one of these stunts that you're doing. Do you guys get in a writer's room? Are you coming up with a list of ideas that are just insane or, and then you guys are working through it over the course of a year or is it just kind of like something funny occurs to you and you do it? What Could you take us through the life cycle of one of these uh, bigger videos? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, the bigger videos, like I said, it just kind of depends on how long it takes to get that supplies. Like the ball pit video is probably going to take about a year to plan out wow. just because it takes uh, not to plan it, but to get the supplies just because it takes so long to get that many ball pit balls. Sure. But a video like the hundred layers of cardboard, um, that was an idea that, you know, it, it's a big thing on YouTube. Everyone's doing a hundred layers. So I was like, let's do a hundred layers of cardboard and let's do it like for real, like actually a hundred layers. So you know, we went online, we ordered a ton of cardboard <laughs> and then we planned out, well, what's the best way to get through cardboard? So yeah. we ordered a bunch of weapons. We had saws, axes. We had a, <laughs> the best weapon that we used was a chainsaw. Uh, we had scissors. Um, someone said a flamethrower. I, I, <laughs> oh I, I turned that one down. I didn't <laughs> think that was the best idea considering we were filming it inside a warehouse. So, um, also, yeah, we should so, say you, you were also encased in the, you were trying to yeah. escape the cardboard. Yes, so yeah. You're we lighting were, cardboard <laughs> there while you're in it. Seems like a terrible Yeah, idea. not, not, definitely not the best idea there. But yeah, so we pretty much sit down with our creative and production uh, team and we kind of flush out the idea, get everything ordered for the video, uh, schedule it all. And then we also have our contractors actually build the set. So we do have, uh, so like that set took a while to build because the cardboard was very, very heavy. I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds (laughs) of pounds of cardboard. We had to lay it all up and frame that entire room uh, so we could uh, film in it. And then, you know, we show up on set, get the cameras rolling and we go. 
<laughs> just have a good time. Are you are you nervous? Are you ever nervous? Like, do you ever walk onto this set? Because again, like, if you haven't seen it, Spiegel's channel, you like it is. You're, you're in a warehouse. It's so cool, and the scale is really fantastic. Also, mm -hmm. and are you ever nervous when you're like, oh my god, these guys built this thing. I got to deliver. Like, are you prepared with jokes? Are you just going in off the cuff? What's it like? Yeah, I mean, I, I no, honestly, I've never really been nervous uh, for a video. Um, not, not really, no. But a lot of the jokes, I mean, everything that we do is completely natural. Uh, oh, nothing cool. is scripted. Usually the only thing that we will script is just the intro. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And like, so if we want like a really cool intro and a bunch of B-roll shots and cinematic shots, we'll kind of script that out. But the rest of the video is pretty much... Um, it might be laid out like, okay, you know, uh, let's start with the easiest weapon and progress through the video all the way to the best weapon. So if you watch that video at the kind of, kind of towards the end, uh, we pulled out the chainsaw and really started to get to work after we used all the, all the terrible tools, but yeah, it's wow, just kind of like awesome. heightening it throughout the video. And again, like what, what you were saying, Blay, where it's it's like you create this jungle gym, you create this sandbox and you just kind of react to it and you just jump in yeah. and, and I think fun. that's I think that's really important for like audience retention too, is you want people to kind of watch and you want the content to escalate as it goes throughout. You want it to get more intense or the weapons are getting bigger and crazier as you go. So the audience is just keep getting hooked every second they watch. They're like, I got to see if they get out or yeah. I got to see what's that next weapon they're going to use or there's no way they're going to get out. It's going to take them days. Like <laughs> it's yeah. a, a legit, like I, I truly love your content. It's really fun. I mean, it, it's great. And again, it's, it's so wild to think that to me, to hear that you guys are just naturally improving all this. Cause it's re it's super funny. I mean, it's really great. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, no, it's all just us doing our thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. We're just having fun. Wow. That's great. Again, like it's, it's one of those things where I think you're living the life that I would love to lead, which is just, you have a warehouse, you have pals and you just get to think and do the craziest things you can imagine, which is so, so fun to watch. It's really, it's like fantasy wish fulfillment, uh, for the rest of us, which is great. Yeah, It's kind of like all the things you wanted to do as a kid. Totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I think obviously like I, my nephew who's eight, uh, is going to be eight, absolutely loves you. You're, you're his favorite YouTuber. Oh, that's and, awesome. And what I love too is, and we'll watch a lot of your videos together and I'll watch them by myself as well. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's, I, I've always impressed with, uh, you know, creators who can create family friendly content because it's mm -hmm. way harder than making other content. Because again, like, so I used to be a kid's magician. I was telling this to Sonia, uh, who laughed in my face, but I'm into it. Uh, and because <laughs> as a kid's magician, to to entertain uh, kids, they don't care, dude. They're savages. They will just like, they would point stuff out. If I would screw something up, they'd be like, nope, it's right there. There it is. I can see the ball. It's underneath that, you know. And there's no loyalty. Like, like kids have no, they will just cut you loose in a no second. No filter. <laughs> so the fact that you, you are, you've created such four channels that are so popular, um, I think really speaks volumes to the quality of what you're putting out there, like on a comedic level. Yeah. Because truly like my nephew will be like, I'll be like, Hey, let's play that game. He's like, Oh, I deleted that game. I was like, but you were almost done. He's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, he's, he doesn't care, dude. He's savage. <laughs> so it's like to, to keep people coming back. In, in a family-friendly way, I, I think, again, like a real testament to your brilliance, for sure. 
Yeah, thank you. I, I feel like it's also really, really hard. Uh, and I feel like we've mastered this and we've gotten really good at it, but it's really hard to make a video that is entertaining for an eight-year-old, but also entertaining for a 18-year-old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and we're kind of on that line right now where a teenager can watch our content or a kid under 10, year old, 10 years old can watch our content and they can both enjoy it. And that's one thing that I've been trying to figure out throughout my entire YouTube career. How can I make a piece of content for a kid that's in high school and a kid that's in middle school or elementary yeah. school and they're both going to be entertained? And it's so hard because the age gap is so different and they're two completely different kids. When you're in elementary school versus you being you know, in high school, you, what you like and what you see and what you do on the internet and what games you play are completely different. So it's like, how can I make a piece of content that appeals to both? And I think that's one of the biggest things that I struggled with growing as a creator is trying to figure it out because I would cap myself to an audience mm -hmm. that would only watch this content because they're this age, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you've, you've really cornered it to be honest, because I'm like 30 and I love watching somebody fill their house with Orbeez. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full range. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. So let's talk video games. What uh, what was the last game? And and you know, doesn't need to be for your channel. Could in your in your personal life that really caught your attention. That you're absolutely loving to play. Oh man, that's hard. <laughs> for me, it's Deathloop. I was loving Deathloop, so that was my recent addiction. What, what was your? Yeah, name? I mean, I I loved Among Us. Oh yeah, um, of course. Yeah. That game was really fun. Uh, I used to play a lot of Fortnite. I was honestly terrible at it. I never got good at the game <laughs> because, too. like, yeah. everyone just sweats so hard in that game. Uh -huh. But um, I, I did love Fortnite, though. I love the mechanics of it. It was a great game. Recently, I've been really into VR games, to be honest Ooh, with you. Nice. Um, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber yes. and, like, Super Hot and a couple other games. So those are really fun. I just got that new HTC Vive headset or whatever. But yeah, um, there we go. Have you tried with Beat Saber? Have you tried the single staff thing yet? No, I have oh, not. I, man, <laughs> it's gonna drive you nuts. It's hard. Yeah, it's so I just hard. I just got on to playing like my first expert song the other day, oh, and wow. I, oh, I man. feel I feel like a god. So <laughs> I feel like I'm doing doing pretty well. But yeah, I mean. It, for those of you guys listening that haven't played VR or tried it, it's it's truly unreal. It's like it really is the future of gaming. I mean, you're like in this own 
world by yourself. I mean, like I take off the headset after I'm done playing and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of sad. I want to go back in there. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. honestly my first reaction to, and even just thinking of like VR as a whole, like the first headset I had was back in like 2016. I think yeah. it was one of like the original vibes, like the pre or something like that. And, uh, you know, you have, I've talked about this on the podcast before where you have this huge like matrix or matrix-esque you know, cable coming out of your head that needs <laughs> right. to be plugged into like a five like alien versus predator. Yeah, it's <laughs> straight off the set, right off the set of Alien versus Predator. Um, but now, I mean, with the Quest 2 and stuff like that, it's just, it's so contained. It's wireless. It's insane how far it's come. And oh, yeah. It's cheaper than some consoles, too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like the new Oculus ones are yeah. only like 300 bucks, I think. Yeah, the accessibility has just gotten, it's so much easier to get it. It's so much easier to just pick it up and play. Um, and it is unreal. I remember playing, have you ever played Job Simulator? Yes. Oh, I so love, fun. So fun. love that game. Oh my God. I was playing the the convenience store one where you're a convenience store clerk kind of behind the counter at like a gas station or a 7-Eleven or something. And I was playing for hours and I went to, so you're standing behind a desk the whole time and I went to put down, I wanted to take a break and I went to put down the controllers and I tried to put them on the desk Yep. In VR. There we go. There we go. Oh and my gosh, I have go. a story for you. Then. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it here because I feel like an idiot. So, so please, <laughs> please help me. So there was one night I had a bunch of my friends over and I was, uh, we were playing VR like literally all night. And um, I was playing, I think I played like Job Simulator and Beat Saber and a couple other games. Like, uh, And I had the headset on for probably... I, I want to say two hours now, like <laughs> uh, like maybe even three hours. Like I haven't even taken it off to get a drink of water or nothing. <laughs> so I take this headset off and I'm walking downstairs and I'm like, man, this kind of feels weird. Like, you know, I'm thinking like my feet are going to go through the floor. And right. you know, like how when you play VR, like if you, you know, if if you like punch a wall, your your hand goes through it. Like there's no stopping it because you're in this v- virtual reality world. <laughs> I literally go to my counter and for some reason no. I just tried to put my hand through it. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just like but it was just like second instinct. Like my brain was just thinking that I was still in VR. So I tried to put my hand through the counter and I just ended up punching my the solid countertop. And I I almost thought I broke a knuckle. Like I oh my like my knuckle is bleeding. I was like, yo, what I, I thought to myself for a second, like what did I just do to myself? Oh my <laughs> I'm not in virtual reality anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it trips like your brain out because once you're in that headset for such a long time, like your brain kind of gets used to feeling things like your hand going through a wall and it feels yeah. natural and you get used to it. And, yeah. <laughs> like- and there is that sadness too. I totally have that sadness too, where I remember lifting up the headset and I was like, wow, it's not colorful here. Oh, then, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, this is not the vibe. I, I just put it back on. I'm like, I'm just gonna go back in for a little bit longer. <laughs> I know all the furniture in my uh, in VR is way nicer than my real furniture. You know, like when you first <laughs> first start the Oculus, and like I don't know what like like setting you have, but I have like the Japanese garden one, and I'm like, oh, uh, and I'll take off my thing. I'll be like, oh right, I gotta get better furniture in this house. <laughs> but yeah, I you know what you know what freaked me out first the first kind of time I played VR. Especially with like super hot or any game where you're like battling another enemy is when you're playing. A, this is such a stupid thing to say, but I didn't realize it because I'm stupid. You're playing a game. You're like, oh, I'm fighting against a bad guy in VR. They're as big as you are. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying. Ex- oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't realize how big creepers were until you play uh, Minecraft in VR. Right. <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's, you can see the, the shape and you can see, you know, how tall it is. And it, like, it, you can't really see those things when you're just playing a video game on a, on a normal screen. Like, it doesn't really come across to you. No, yeah. it's, it's that immersion that you, uh, I, I don't know if I want it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Especially being five foot three, I'm like I'm I'm used to things and people towering over me anyway. But when you have a creeper coming at you, like full yeah. stop, oh <laughs> so yeah, it is still a little bit terrifying. But uh, you know, touching on Minecraft for a second too. I mean, you're you're obviously known um, for Minecraft, and at least in part. Uh, I really love the longevity of it. It feels like a game that has just transcended like so many different creators, so many different years and so many different channels. Like how, what do you feel about like, I guess the longevity of Minecraft or just games in general, um, like the life cycle of a game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Minecraft is, I, I feel like a very special game, not just for a lot of people that play it, but it's a very special game for like the entire gaming community. I mean, it's the biggest game in the entire world, and it's proved how powerful I feel like video games can be and how many careers and things can be built off of them. I mean, it's not just YouTubers that are being built off Minecraft. It's map creators. Mm-hmm. It's server people. I mean, there's server guys out there that are making $2 million plus million a month. Like, um, there's map creators that are making Minecraft Marketplace that are making you know, 500,000 a month, like insane, insane numbers uh, that these people are making off Minecraft, not just creators. So I think it's, it's, it's amazing how powerful the game is and what it can do um, creatively, but also how long it lasts. And that I feel, I feel like that just goes to show how important it is when new games are being made to make a really strong, flexible kind of like uh, mechanic that the game can be uh, started on and then built on over the years that people can enjoy. Um, cause I mean, if you think about Minecraft when it first started, it had nothing in it. I mean, like you right. couldn't like some of the alpha beta versions of Minecraft, you couldn't even eat food. I mean, it was like the most <laughs> basic game ever. It's like, you can, you can chop down a tree, you can build a house, you can explore a cave system and that's it. Like they literally didn't even have ores or crafting or anything. And then they slowly start introducing all these things. And to be honest with you, I don't see Minecraft going anywhere anytime soon. Agreed. No. I mean, like, honestly, like, and I don't think anything is going to replace it either because of how simple it is. And it would just be so hard to replace it. It's like trying to tell someone that, um, you know, Facebook or uh, YouTube is going to be replaced one day. Like, uh yeah maybe but like it's not gonna happen anytime soon yeah or like yeah. leg or like Legos Lego, like yeah how can you replace exactly Legos? yeah exactly you're not gonna replace Legos I mean yeah I, I like connects was trying to I guess replace <laughs> Legos <laughs> right. but like Lincoln but logs yeah it's just it, it's not gonna happen and I feel like that is kind of the way Minecraft is going I could see this game going on for 10 20 30 more years like easily honestly yeah. yeah it is a very you know you you said it really well where it is um it's it feels like it's more than a game it is like a mechanic it feels like it's a tool it's a sandbox because mm-hmm. it does start with something so simple like the game at its core is so simple and i you know i'm obviously uh, like with my whole career like one of the biggest things that i'm known for is minecraft <laughs> and it has you know spawned so many creators and so many uh careers. But um, the one question I would always get is, 
well, what's the point of Minecraft? Or like, what do you do in <laughs> Minecraft? And I'm like, it's anything, anything. Exactly. You make anything. up your own adventures. It's make a sandbox. Up your, make up your own game. Play hide and seek with your friends on your world. Like start a crazy adventure and go fight the dragon. Like there's literally no limit. People are making computers. People are, yeah. are making these custom servers with custom games. You can play squid games in Minecraft yeah. now. Like <laughs> like literally like anything, anything you can physically think of. I guarantee you can do it in Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. I know the first time I saw somebody make a calculator in Minecraft, I'm like, what? (laughs) Like the possibilities with Redstone is just like, it's unbelievable. uh, There's people that have made like all the instruments, like, you know, pianos, guitars, and they're all like functioning, working, like. It's yeah, wild. I mean, when they made a calculator, I was like, no, keep math out of Minecraft. I can't do math. <laughs> math I got into comedy game? so I wouldn't have to do math. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like really, as long as the developers and um, uh, uh, Mojang or whoever owns it now, I guess Mojang still works on it. Uh, I don't know who owned it. I feel like I feel like Minecraft has been sold a hundred times. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> At this point. Um, but yeah, as long as they keep working on it, as long as they put it, keep putting out good updates uh, yes. that will work with the game, mm-hmm. it's it's really not going to go anywhere. Yeah, 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 we're, again, for a game that's had so many, like, iterations and s- supporting so many different creative outlets, like, where do you see the future of that? Like, where do they go from here, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I feel like it's just kind of keeping up with trends. Um, I feel like a big thing in video games is trends. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, um, Battle Royales. Right. Like if you think about it, five years ago there there was battle royale games. There was plenty of them, but they weren't really that big. And then Fortnite came along, and Call of Duty came along, and all these big battle royale games, you know, started becoming huge. And then what do people do? Of course, people are playing battle royales in Minecraft. You know, so I think as long as Minecraft can adjust to what everyone is playing, which it can easily because it's a game that can literally you can make anything in. Then it then it would be fine. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, I, and that's the thing is, I, I think Sonny, you hit it on the head. It's become like a tool. It's basically just like at this point, Minecraft is just a way for us to enjoy life. That's all it's a it big is. Big old sandbox. Yeah, it's yep. a, it's bigger than a game. It's a it's just a part of our lives, guys. It's a way it's of just, life, man. It's a way of life, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, uh, Nathan, I hate to say it, but we're almost out of time. Uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, we we love to end every interview with asking our guests their best game and their worst game. So a game, per- game and- <laughs> per- personally, a game that drives you crazy and then a game that you love. So let's start with a game that like drives you crazy or really disappointed you, and then we'll end on a high note. So is there anything that comes to mind where it's like, uh, what's the video game that you just Gosh darn it, it can't stand. Oh my gosh, that's actually a, such a good question. Let me, so best game, my like, okay, so favorite game, you want to start on the favorite one or the worst one? Whatever you yeah. want, whatever you want. Uh, it, that's so hard. I played literally <laughs> so many games growing up. I mean, I, so I'm definitely like a huge Pokemon fan. I would play yes. a ton of Pokemon games on like my Game Boy and DS when I grew up. So I'm a huge, huge Pokemon fan. Love when I got older, I loved Call of Duty. So Modern Warfare 2 was one of my favorite games. Yeah. I mean, I would come home from school every single day and just play that game. 
Um, I feel like, to be honest, a worst game is is really hard to think of. Yeah. That is really, really hard. It's tough. Do you ever rate? Have you ever rage quit? You ever have you ever? Uh, that's because I can't play like Bloodborne or those games because I'm just like, no, ugh, yeah, I'm I awful. will say the, the games that I rage quit on, I feel like are those like really grindy games oh, yeah. that just mm-hmm. have like that just have like the worst levels ever. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of one like like uh, Mario, for example, like Super Mario. Like I love, I absolutely love Super Mario. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But once you get so far to the point where it's like, bro, how am I supposed to get past this level? <laughs> like I, I've, I have died 75 times in a row on this level. Like that's when I start hating the game. And I feel like Mario is one of those games. Like I absolutely love Mario. I still play, I still play Super Mario and um, Smash Bros, Mario Kart, ever like, Still to this day, like I literally played it a couple days ago, but like when it gets to the point where you're just like, how, <laughs> like how, like how is there still 50 levels left to this game? But I have spent 75 tries trying to beat this one part. Ugh, you're like, there's too many stars. There are too many stars to get. That, that's what made yeah. me laugh about uh, Mario Maker as I, I was like. You want levels that are harder? <laughs> you want to make levels that are harder on Mario? I'm always, I'm already having trouble getting past this, bro. Like, dude, have you yeah. seen like the Mario speed runs where oh, people will like, oh my god, oh bananas. my gosh, it's bananas. that that blows my mind. It's insane. Speed running in general. I agree. <laughs> You're like an athlete. I mean, that's like a that's like a sprinter. That's like an Olympic sprinter. I just can't do. Yeah. That. It's just crazy. Uh, well, unspeakable. Thank you so much. This was an yes. absolute thrill again. And and you know, please like four channels, so much content, and all of it is fantastic. If you haven't uh, seen uh, any of Unspeakable's channels, please check him out because uh, it's some of my favorite content out there. And you know what? Just next time you got that, just be careful with the harpoon gun, dude. Just oh, okay. be careful. <laughs> we can't have you piercing yourself. We were, you know, flame we were very careful with it. Also, do you know how dangerous it is? I didn't realize this. <laughs> to shoot a harpo- harpoon gun out of water. I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, no. it, yeah. Anyways, go watch the video. But <laughs> just how thank about you this? guys. Don't don't go straight from no straight from VR to harpoon guns. Yeah, oh, they're God. made. They are made to be shot underwater. <laughs> Obviously, we knew that, but You're we right. didn't realize how much it affected it. Anyways, thank you guys for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Would love to be on another episode. Absolutely, of we'd love to have you back. Thanks, thank dude. you. All right. Well, thank you to Unspeakable for joining us. I mean, i he's living the life I want. Oh, my gosh. What a life, man. Awesome. Uh, so I think we all just need to unle- unlock our best Unspeakable. So thank you for joining us, uh, Unspeakable. And of course, check him out at youtube.com slash unspeakable. I really want to get the word out there about him and his amazing content. Take a quick break. Uh, we're going to do the same. Go check out his channel and we will be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. So 2021, kind of a crazy year, but we did get a lot of gems along the way. There was no shortage of amazing games coming out of this year, and uh, I figured we'd do a quick little recap. The shining stars of the year that carried us through. Blay, what are some of your top faves? For me this year, you know, I kind of discovered the roguelite this year. So Mm. I kind of played... Dead Cells before. Hades played a lot of that this year. Loop Hero played a lot of that, which is kind of like a roguelite, which was, was very, you know, extremely uh, indie. Uh, I loved Inscription was huge for me. Maybe my top mm. game of the year. Dorf, wow. Dorf Romantic was really fun, which is like a tile game uh, where you make, um, you know, a little, a little town, uh, which is really great. Uh, and then... You know, Slay the Spire is another kind of card game uh, roguelike that I got obsessed with. And of course, Deathloop. I mean, that was one that literally I just blacked out and woke up three days later and I had <laughs> and I had 100 percent of the game. And I was like, I'm like what? what happened? And it was that was fantastic. So um, th- those it. are up top. But I think probably Inscription is probably my my favorite game of the year. Wow. Oh, also, uh, 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 a, a honorable mention to uh, Death Crown which is like a one-bit game that no one's ever heard of. It's a little strategy game. Death Crown was fantastic. Uh, really loved it. Huh. I wished it was longer. So those are my those are my top with inscription at the at the tippy top. What about you? That's a good list. That's a solid list. I feel like I was very spoiled uh, between up in the top. I'd have to say Halo Infinite. Of course, I'm just such a I'm such a huge fan of Halo and I've been waiting for this forever and I miss the multiplayer and it did not disappoint and it has been the biggest hook of one more game for me uh, that I've had in a really long time. <laughs> so I, I got to say that's definitely at the top. Uh, I love Forza Horizon 4. So having Forza Horizon 5 this year. God, it was so good. It's so beautiful. Just the the environment, like all of Mexico is just beautiful. Like the cars look insane. It's been a lot of fun. That one's been a lot of fun. Deathloop was really surprising. Again, it was a game that kind of, uh, it was something refreshing. It had, it had a lot of like elements that I really liked about other games, but it was something just completely, I don't know. It was different. It was new. And I really, really liked that. Greater than the sum of its parts, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and honestly, one that I, I don't know why I just like avoided playing it. I, I missed the hype and I was like kind of late coming to the hype, but Hades, man, I real the hype is real and it has helped me survive so many flights. <laughs> it makes flights go by like absolutely nothing. And I feel like I keep inching closer to getting topside and like getting close. And then I just get punted back to like four levels down. So um, it's been punishing and amazing and incredible all at the same time. There you go. Yeah. And Jen, what about you? I, I am the same with Hades and I know it came out last year, but the, the two games that defined my year and when I look back at like my gaming journey of the year, Hades is one of them. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. The amount of time and hours <laughs> I put into Stardew Valley this year was a lot, as we all know. So that was definitely, definitely like my number one game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, so yeah, 
Incredible. That, was, that encapsulated 2021 for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it was an interesting year, I think, especially because, you know, with the pandemic continuing, I, I think I found real comfort in games this year, especially mm-hmm. because thinking about also, I'd never really been into roguelites, but yet this year I got into a bunch of them and really kind of discovered my love of the grind. I've never been a guy who grinds on games. I never understood that until this year. And, um, was Hades the one? Was that kind of the tipping point? Well, Dead Cells, which I played a couple years mm. ago, was the first time I had really. I was like, "Wow, what is this?" And just because the action is so smooth and so quick in in Dead Cells, like just unbelievable. But then I would say Hades, similar action, similar smoothness, but yet with a better story and more fun characters, and I I like the graphics better in Hades and all that stuff. But then like, again, Slay the Spire and, and Inscription and these other things. And so, I don't know, I just really found a great comfort um, in a different way, I think, uh, this year with games. I guess what I'm saying is, I don't talk to any of my friends anymore, and I've replaced them <laughs> with games that I love. And frankly, my life is better for it. Uh, what about you guys? Did you notice anything different this year about how you played video games or what games you played? I feel like VR just became a way bigger priority, to be honest. Especially, yeah, just being indoors and the Quest 2 and everything. It just, yeah, I feel like that became a way bigger priority. And and I feel like I've played a lot of VR games, but this year specifically, I felt like I made way more of an effort to check out things outside. Like I love Beat Saber, um, but just checking out things that are outside of Beat Saber, hanging out with people in social VR, just making that more of a priority. Yeah. I would say. VR chat was really big for me this year. I hung out with a lot of people on VR chat. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, well, once again, hit us up on Twitter at Good Game Nice Try and let us know uh, what your favorite games of the year were. And also just If you had great gaming experiences and had a moment that really touched you, let us know at Good Game. Nice try. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's the end of the year that we did it. Aw, we made it. We did it. Another year in the bag. That's all pop the champagne and say goodbye to the old year and hello to the new one. 2022, baby. Happy New Year. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm and music, you know it. As always, by John Danik. Danik, Danik, Danik. <gasps> did Jen do it this time? I sure did. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.